I am Olivia Clement, and this is Flyover Film Country, a podcast about places off-forgotten by Hollywood. Today, we're going to Jersey City, New Jersey, and discussing the newest Disney Plus Marvel series, Miss Marvel. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a couple things. This episode's going to be a little different. Uh, it's just going to be me and my friend, Hannah Davison, our special guest. The guys Hello. are not going to be on here today. Uh, Isaac has a lot going on in his life, and so he he wanted to be here. It just couldn't couldn't work out with his schedule. And then Walter is going to take a backseat. Uh, he has not watched Ms. Marvel and wanted to watch it before he could participate in it. So we're just it's just going to be us us ladies today. Woohoo! So makes sense for Ms. Marvel. It does make sense for Ms. Marvel. And so yeah, so Hannah, you and I have known each other since 2014 now. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. So long when you say 2014. I yeah yeah. So so we've known each other for eight years. Hannah and I were actually roommates for two years in uh, when I was in college, and so uh, we really bonded over. We, we first did. bonded over Harry Potter. Oh, was was it, was it Marvel? Or was it One Tree Hill? It was One know. Tree Hill. You're right. It was I One think Tree it Hill. It was One Tree Hill. Harry Potter was probably like one sentence later, but right. I think it was One Tree Hill. Yeah, it was. It was One Tree Hill. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. So so it went from One Tree Hill to Harry Potter to Marvel. Uh, we have yeah. nerded out over lots of things. Uh, Han- yeah, Hannah is one of my best friends, and I'm so honored to have you on the podcast this is just our text conversation but we're recording it today right yes yeah so when we lived together we we annoyed our roommates by how often (laughs) we would nerd out about different things and so not just nerd out but nerd out in synchronization like we would out loud say the same thing at the same time It was incredible, truly, truly a magical experience for us. I can't spe- say the same for for other people. I'm not speaking for the, for our roommates, but uh, yeah. So, so this is what we're doing today. It's going to be the ladies. So, shout out to women. It's going to be it's going to be great. We're great. We are great. So, for those of you who uh, don't know what Miss Marvel is, Miss Marvel is about a teenager, Kamala Khan who is really just a giant fan of all things superheroes, especially Captain Marvel. She loves Captain Marvel. Uh, so like most teenagers, Kamala doesn't feel like she fits in at school and sometimes at home. And then she gets powers of her own that are not unlike some of the heroes she admires. And so that's just a brief overview. We will talk about the series. Spoilers as always. So, uh, yeah. So, so... Hannah, I didn't know where you really wanted to start. I was thinking we could talk a little bit about the character or the the actors, and then yeah. the creator, um, and, and kind of just go from there and see see how this this whole thing rolls along. You know, I, I would like to mention just that it's really cool that you and I are talking about this show together because we have a history of going and seeing female led superhero movies together. Yes, yes, and so the fact that it just like some. Not that I don't want Walter and Isaac here, but it somehow seems kind of just like magical that it's just the two of us because we always go see like female-led superhero stuff together. Yes. Until like, of course, it just happens that we're just together. Right. Yeah. No, I I do love that. I think that that's awesome that you you pointed that out because we went and saw Wonder Woman together when it came mm-hmm. out. 
we saw Captain Marvel. That was also around the time of your birthday, so that was like Hannah's birthday. That was. Slash... That was like the first time you'd like come back after you'd moved away for a while. Right. Yeah. So so Hannah still lives in Arkansas, um, and so that was the first time I had been back to to Conway in in quite some time at that point. Yeah. And so oh, wow. it was it was exciting to go see Captain Marvel with Hannah and. I mean, we loved it. So we were we, we, we were all about it. And then we would have seen Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> together. Had but COVID not been a thing. Yeah, the whole pandemic thing. It really, again, <laughs> just ruins so many plans. So uh, many things. So many things. And then we saw Black Widow together as well we when that did. came out. So I think the only, like female superhero-esque movie we haven't seen together was Birds of Prey. I never saw it. Okay. I, I think know. that you would love it. You've so, told me that before. When you come to Oklahoma City in August, we are going to watch that okay. while you're here. Let's so, watch it. It'll be a good... I'm surprised I haven't seen it. I'm surprised you I haven't never... seen it. I don't know how I missed it. I just... I don't know, but... It also came out right before the pandemic. Like, that was the last movie I saw in the movie theater before the pandemic started. Yeah. So, I also don't know if I, like, the DC part of it put me off because I'm not, like, as you know, I'm a fairly casual viewer in terms of, like, criticizing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know if that put me off for or not because I was not a fan of Suicide Squad. Right. I don't know if that, like, colored my decision in that or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a lot of people's concerns about it. Yeah, uh, I I was like, I'm gonna go see it because I gotta support the ladies, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I also really like Margot Robbie. I like the cast. It was not really Suicide Squad. It was like what I think everyone would have hoped Suicide Squad would be of this like yeah, ragtag team. Yeah, and so there are other actors in it, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, as we've talked about on this podcast before, was in. Scott Pilgrim versus the world and she's been in lots of other things Fargo that kind of thing she was in it and was awesome she was super just fantastic and I really hope I I feel like DC is gonna drop the ball and like they've already dropped the ball in so many ways and I feel like this is a ball that they should not just let fall to the ground but I'm pretty sure they're going to because they set it up to be where so much more could happen with all those characters and I don't Did they really set up a sequel? Yeah, they really did. And it's like, all right, DC, let's do this. But instead they're gonna move, continue with Ezra Miller and the Flash when that dude should not be in anything right now. But that's not we're not talking we're we're not gonna go there. Anyway, yeah, back to the fact to. that you and I have seen so many movies yeah. so many of the female superhero movies together. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out there before we like dove into Miss Marvel. That's I think a good point. And, yeah. and and had we lived in the same town, even the same vicinity, like even if it was like thirty minutes away, we probably we would have watched this together. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. Also, we really bonded over Daisy, um, like Sky from Marvel. That's yes. like another female. Sorry, I just thought about that. Yeah, so so Agents of Shield, which was really the original it was the OG Disney Marvel Plus. Disney yeah. show. Really fell off at the end there, but it, loved the beginning. It got real weird. Don't know really how it ended. But the first I I really you and I really bonded over the first couple yeah. especially the first season. One and two for sure, and then like I think three and four was where we both kind of like 
slowly backed away. Yeah, we were like, okay, we're gonna Nick Miller awkwardly like moonwalk away, moonwalk away from from this because it's getting kind of weird. But yes, <laughs> uh, the character of of Daisy Johnson slash Quake is awesome. And if you don't know anything about her character, Chloe Bennett, who plays her, does a fantastic job. Like, well, I think what it's a- safe to say we both have a girl crush on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you and I yeah. are still obsessed with her. Like <laughs> after after all this time. And so yeah, we have a big girl crush on her and Florence Pugh. Absolutely Florence Pugh. Well, like a thousand percent. So And Haley Seinfeld, can we throw her in? Yeah, we can throw her in. So yeah, it's it's awesome. I love I love this about our friendship. I do too. So going back to Miss Marvel. Yes. Miss Marvel. So this was created by uh, Bisha K. Ali. Uh, I don't know why I struggled with Ali. That was the easiest. Besides K. I was going to say, that might have been the easier part of that. That was the easier part, and I just like had a brain freeze. It's. I would just like to preface the rest of this, or I guess I should have said it before the podcast started. I am so tired. It's been a long like weekend and coming like a weird Monday, and so... I'm gonna I had a Monday. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so Ali is a British Pakistani stand-up comedian slash writer. She was born to Pakistani parents. Uh, her writing credits include Four Weddings and a Funeral, Sex Education, and Loki. So she has written on a Marvel show before before this, and she I I I don't know. You probably didn't because I didn't send this to you until like. 10 minutes before That's we started okay. recording. But I I watched an interview with her and I read an article from Deadline with her in it and she was uh she was talking about you know Miss Marvel and what that means to her. And so the video on YouTube uh, it was before Miss Marvel was released. Like the first episode was about to be released. And then the Deadline article is from after every like the finale. And so she was talking about how in both of both of those interviews she was talking about how you know Kamala is is really for like and represents all of the all of the Muslim Pakistani people like like this is this is their hero and, and I think that yeah. that you see that really in the show right like it may be like emotional at times and I'm not Muslim and I and it wasn't the show that was like supposed to be representing my culture by any means mm-hmm but I even got emotional, like, seeing them casually in the mosque and it being so normalized without being, like, mm-hmm. pointed out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really love that. So you can yeah. you can tell that the creators, that is their culture, and they mm-hmm. do love this place, and they have, like, it, it has a significance for them. Like, you can tell that just, like, in even, like, I think, like, the set and mm-hmm. how they decorate it and how they, like, I don't know. I just really liked it. Yeah, no, I I agree with you a hundred percent. Like it, it very much seems like this was written by and for the people who identify with Kamala, uh-huh. and, and yeah, like I I don't think I had you really thought about it. it. Yeah, I don't think I really thought about it until you said that of like how it seems like they really care about like like the specifically the scene in the mosque. Like mm-hmm. how many times do because you and I both have like Christian backgrounds, mm-hmm. and so it's so normal to see characters in a movie or TV show yeah. go to some church of some sort. How many uh-huh. times have we seen the scene in a movie where there's a guy alone in the church pew, 
and someone like a preacher or a pastor or uh something just like sits down in another pew and like they talk to each other like Mm -hmm. that's so that's just like yeah it's like a trope yeah yeah it's so normalized i mean even other other marvel characters i mean yeah that's daredevil like that's have a daredevil you know like like he is he's wrestling with his his faith and his beliefs which is i mean i love that aspect of it but it was also really cool to see a a muslim uh a muslim character in this and so this is the first time that that has that a muslim character has been introduced into the mcu and the first time a pakistani character has been introduced and so so yeah so a lot of firsts here and so uh ali has talked about like what she's hoping for and what happens like what she wants to happen with miss marvel uh what she's hoping for even the other characters too so some of the other characters like kamran and kareem and the red daggers she something that i i really thought was was interesting that she said in that deadline article which i will include in our like on our twitter whenever we release this episode is she she was not gonna write uh kamran as a villain she was not gonna let this muslim boy be a villain and i i love that yeah i had never thought about that because i i was like oh he's gonna end up being a bad guy yeah but i i really enjoyed the the way in which they did the like i don't even want to say villain of the show because i don't know that there was there was antagonist but Mm -hmm. he wasn't a villain i mean i think in the end spoilers obviously the like is it damage control yes i feel like the damage control lady definitely like becomes that villain but not even until the last episode Mm -hmm. like it's just kind of an annoying pest in the background until that last episode right it's like peppered in which is fine it that wasn't the focus and it shouldn't have been but like i liked that there wasn't like this he wasn't the villain like he had his antagonistic moments and in the end he clearly was like he was wrestling with his anger and his loss and his grief, like, like losing his mom or whatever. But he wasn't like I didn't feel like he was the villain, even in that. Right. Yeah. I didn't at least. I don't know that I can't speak for everyone, but I didn't feel like he was the villain. Sure. Yeah. No, I didn't. I I was. I had the thought of like, is he going to become the villain? Yeah. Because of his mom. Yeah, like maybe in like season two. One? Right, right. Uh, but I love that she, Ollie is like, no, as long as I'm writing for this show, no. Which I, didn't I think know is that. Great. I love that. Yeah. I had, yeah. Thought, I had thought that. I was like, he's not a villain. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to really, like, probably, the, I mean, we can talk about the other actors, but I want to talk about uh, Iman uh, Villani. Vellani, thank you. I was like, I even wrote out the enunciation and I still was like, <laughs> is that right? Um, yeah, let's talk about her. So I love her. She's adorable. I uh, just want to like be her big sister. Yeah, she's so freaking precious and sweet. And, and I think she was perfect for this role. Uh, yeah. She she was on the, the daily. Go ahead. You I was just going to say she found out she got the role the day she graduated high school or like her last day of school or something like that. And that's yeah. just like amazing. Like who wouldn't want to like cap off their high school right. experience? Just like, and you're in the MCU. Like, yeah. And, and I'm about to play my favorite character in yeah. the whole world. So yeah. So she's, 
excuse me, she is a huge fan of Miss Marvel. And she said she was on the Daily Show that uh, with Trevor Noah and and was talking about it. I watched that one. Did you watch that one? Okay, so yeah, I did. I loved it. So precious. She she was like, you know, I started reading comics because I had this huge crush on Robert Downey Jr. She said that Iron Man came out when she was six, and so she's like, I just wanted to read all about Iron Man, and that led her to Iron Heart, which we will see that later in the MCU, I think next year. And yeah, then so. reading about Ironheart led her to Miss Marvel. And she was like, who is this, this person? And, and she just became obsessed. That looks like me. Yeah, that looks like me and has a similar, like, background as me. Yeah. And she said that she dressed up as Miss Marvel for Halloween and went to school <laughs> when, when she was about 15. And everyone thought she was the Flash. And she was like, no, I'm not the Flash. And she, like, <laughs> carried a Miss Marvel comic book around with her to be like... This is this is Miss Marvel. This is who I am. So <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. I thought I thought she was great. So so this That very much reminds me of like um Steve Lee whenever he like was um uh, just like had odd jobs and he was Spider-Man for like kids' birthday parties. Uh-huh. And then he just became a Marvel yeah. like, superhero. Just like obviously it's like more like mirroring with Amon, but that just reminded me of Simu. Yeah, no, and he he's also so precious. Like okay. I love him so much. Yeah. I but, he's one of my favorites of like the newer ones we've seen recently. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the minority. I I I assume minority of people who like loved Eternals. I don't think it was your favorite, but I really liked it. So But of I think Sean Feed's better. Like just objectively. Yeah, no, I think I think Shang Chi is is better too. Yeah, I, Eternals is not my favorite, but I know. there That's are okay. there are elements of it. Me. Yeah, there are elements of it that I I really liked, and I th- I th- man, uh, and the director is so good. I freaking love yeah. her so much, and so I'm, I'm just, a character person, and I you are she character does person. characters really well. Yeah, and yeah. her characters were done fairly well. Yeah, for the most part, and so. Um, Chloe Zhao. I was like, what is her name? Chloe Zhao. I was, yeah. I was about to type in all <laughs> and of that, then, and like, then I was like, it, there it is. Chloe Zhao. Yeah, she's awesome. Have you seen Nomadland? No. Okay, Okay. so that's the movie with um, oh, frick, what's her name? I, my, I, I know the movie you're talking about. Frances McDormand. That's her name. Yes. As I was typing in Nomad, it came to me. I just need to type it in before I start struggling with the name. Like when you look for something and then you finally ask someone, they're like, it's right there. Right. Yeah. That's basically what I just did with myself. So anyway, I think that you would like Nomadland. I, it's on Hulu, yeah. but Chloe Zhao directed There's a that. lot of movies you told me I'm going to like and that I haven't That's watched true. yet. That's it's fair. Fine. Hey, it's okay. I mean, you do the same thing with me and TV shows. So <laughs> That's true. it's, you know, it's, it's part of our friendship. It is. So this is the kind of like the last... I think tidbit like fact about the show that I'm going to hit on before we, before I I want us to just really dive into discussion. And so this show has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the highest Marvel TV show has gotten. Yeah. Is it higher than WandaVision or Loki? I think so. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's definitely one of the highest. uh, Yeah. Let me, let me look. So, yeah. And I, I think that's a really big deal because, this 
show was not originally getting that much traction. Like, like it had the lowest original, uh, or not original, lowest audience view viewership of all the other, like, including all the other yeah. audio shows. It's lowest. And, but what was interesting is I saw that it was higher, it was like significantly higher in, uh, I guess profiles that had really any minority in it. So, yeah. so the obviously, it was like, middle, yeah, middle, middle Eastern, uh, African American, Latino, like all, all of that. So, so really it was, it was white people who weren't watching it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really fascinating that, that yet while it, had the lowest viewership, it has the highest Rotten Tomato score. And I'm not one to like really look at Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah. I know a lot of people put a lot of stock in them. I don't I don't really, but I do think yeah. that's interesting. So I looked up Loki and WandaVision's scores. So Loki has a 92% and WandaVision has a 91%. So which are still really both, high. Yeah, both still really good. Yeah. So, okay. Let's let's really dive into this discussion here. And I so I have some questions, but of course you and I will go on rabbit trails. <laughs> so for me, this feels like a show that is a love letter to the MCU through the eyes of this optimistic, upbeat 15-year-old kid. And so I just that's kind of how I feel about it. I think that Yeah. I I think that people take it way too seriously sometimes. And sometimes I think that yeah. that's warranted like We'll talk about Thor later and talk about that later. <laughs> but, like, a lot of people were like, well, this is, like, it's so slow. Like, it just feels, like, so kiddish. But it's like, this is what a 15-year-old kid would do. You know what, and so, though? Yeah, what? Tell me. I think I think of the Marvel shows, this had the best pacing for me. I Really? I'm not, I'm not one to, like, talk about pacing. Typically, I'm not like, ugh, the pacing was just off. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot of people have like complained about like Marvel stacking its like one, two, three episodes and then not always delivering yeah. on four, five, and six. Yeah. Or even like one, two, three, four, and then like the last ones are like Wandavision. Like the re- I loved Wandavision. You know this, but like, yes. obviously your listeners don't know this. I loved Wandavision. Yeah. It's tops number one for me on like the Marvel TV shows, even over Loki. And most people think Loki is better. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. It's just my personal favorite. And even that, like the it was the pandemonium of that of like people like going online after watching it and like seeing the yeah. memes and like the theories. Like it was a thing. And then so obviously an episode that one had that one had more episodes, right? That one was like yes. the one that was. I think it had nine. Like, yeah. I think it's the so only one that's had one, nine. Like, when like eight and nine came out, everyone was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. like they didn't come true." I'm like, "Well, yeah, because everyone like overhyped it." But I think this one, like, it I didn't feel like I was underdelivered on the last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, like I really felt like it. It, I felt like the full like there was a beginning, middle, and end that I felt strongly about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Okay, so I agree with you. I. Which this is that's gonna happen a lot. So yeah. listener, please just be advised. <laughs> Hannah and I are probably gonna agree on on most of it, <laughs> which is 
typical, which is probably why it was so annoying to live with us when we we talked about (laughs) Marvel stuff. But anyway, so so I think of of all the Marvel shows, what happened would what happens a lot is episodes five and six, or maybe just episode six, would just be so it would just fall flat. It it would just feel like okay. Yeah. That all right, cool, I guess. This felt like it was a it was a good gradual not even a gradual, like a good steady build. Yeah. And it didn't feel like the tone ever shifted or like it, it didn't become like okay, so this was originally someone's idea and then Marvel interfered and was like, Alright, so this is what we're gonna do now. And yeah. you know, there wasn't anything like that. It it felt like the tone was the same. There was, I think, good character development. And episode five and six were, I think, had a good payoff for me. I agree. So, so, yeah. So, so let's, I mean, I want to, I'm curious because we haven't talked about this. Like, I know WandaVision's number one for you or it has yeah. been. I don't know where yeah. it lands now, but I'm curious, like, what is your ranking of the Marvel shows right now? I was thinking about this because I I figured you might ask, and I'm so torn because I am just a huge Elizabeth Olsen fan first and foremost. Sure, absolutely. And then also, yeah, 100%. And then also, I'm a big Wanda fan. I'm a big Scarlet Witch fan. I also love Vision. I also love Kat Dennings, who played Darcy, who is a Mm -hmm. mare. Um... Oh my gosh, I'm blinking on her name. The one who's also going to be in the Tayana. Yes, I'm, I'm yep, even blinking on. on her character's Wait. name. Oh, uh, Rambo, Monica Rambo. Thank you. I'm so sorry, Monica Rambo. Paris. I, I love Tayana all of Paris. them. I love. Um, I'm really blinking on names. I'm usually really good with names. It's it the guy is who plays 9:30. the agent. Uh, I've had quite a Monday. I've had a really long day. I I got up at like five forty five for work today. Ooh. Yeah, we had like a all day long meeting, but anyway, it's fine. Randall Park. Yes, I like. I loved all the side characters. I thought when they brought it, like the sitcom aspect of it mm-hmm. was amazing. The costumes were amazing. So with all that said, I've. I've been torn mm-hmm. and I don't know which is one and two, but before this, before Miss Marvel, my ranking was number one, WandaVision, two, Loki, three, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I think I'm going to get some hate on that. And then four, Hawkeye. And then am I, what am I missing? That's it. What if is its own category for me personally? I what if I'm, if not including, me I'm not including, I'm not including what if, because yeah, no, I'm talking. Yeah, I have I have strong feelings about what if. <laughs> I, in my in my head, it's its own category. Um, not yeah, just because it's, it's animated, it's but because there's like it's just very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was Wandavision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And I liked Hawkeye, and I I think I'm in the minority who like had good things to say about Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. of like people who like critique Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. it got a lot of hate um but i liked it yeah um and now miss marvel i don't know what's one and two for me with wandavision and miss marvel 
I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I think I'm still gonna give it to WandaVision. Okay. But I think I think Miss Marvel oh it's so close for me. Like it's really hard for me even to say one or two mm-hmm. because I really love the setup of WandaVision of like the sitcoms. I think their production was amazing mm-hmm. of like yeah. the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000s, um, the whole hex. I just, I think Catherine Hahn is just phenomenal in that role. Mm, yes. But Miss Marvel is going to impact so many young girls. Mm-hmm. Not that, not that WandaVision didn't, um, but the fact that it's like a Pakistani Muslim, they did an mm-hmm. entire episode about the apartheid. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like that's so important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I personally love that. And we can talk about that more. But I don't know. It's neck and neck for me. Sure. Yeah. No. And I think that's fair because I think they're good for different reasons. Right. Like, I agree with you that this miss the character of Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is brings so much to the table that has yeah. not been there previously and so so that's and really it felt cool. new which is good for marvel at this stage yeah yeah it felt new it felt new without feeling like where did this come from I you know, know like I and i think that's also true for shang chi like it felt new without going yep what <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, and so so I think that that's one of the reasons why it's going to be so good is like <clears throat> excuse me. Uh it's it's going to just mean so much to so many yeah, so many people. Like not even just girls, but just people in general. And so I think that's really yeah. cool that I mean just in the same way you and I <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm choking on my own spit. Wow, I do that regularly. Yeah, I do that way too often for a fully grown adult. Uh, but in the same way, you and I were freaking out whenever we saw Wonder Woman and Captain yep. Marvel. Like we were ecstatic, and, yep. and you know, and I mean, in a similar way, I I think that like we, you and I, at least, are both really excited for Miss Marvel. But like, oh, yeah. it's not the same for us as as white Christian women. You know, it's it's yep. different. Which is okay. I think that we can yeah. still be like, yes, let's go. Let's get this. this but I think they have to acknowledge yeah. that it's like not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. It, it's just not. And, and, you know, I think as someone who, whenever I interact with people who come from different backgrounds and different, like, like it's so cool whenever, like, to see that representation. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a way for us to learn about different cultures and different values and, and different people. And I think that's, that's. Yeah. I guarantee you there was the mass Marvel audience did not know about like the Indian, Pakistani, British. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I didn't, I knew that like there was. Apartheid's the British... word, right? That's what I was thinking of. Is that the word? I thought it was partition. Partition, thank you. Apartheid is South Africa. I oh, was saying, I was like, I don't know I what said that apartheid is. But... And I was like, I know this isn't right, but I can't think of the word. <laughs> no, okay. I was like, she knows. She's got it. You said it so confidently. <laughs> I was like, I'm wrong. 
I know I'm Fun wrong. Fact, I wrote a children's book about the apartheid when I was in high school. Okay. About South Africa. It was a okay. sociology project. But anyway, that's the word that's taking my mind. But it's partition. Thank you. Okay. No, I was like, she's got it. She's so confident in the way she answered that. I have no idea what's happening. Sometimes that's my problem. I come out too strong. <laughs> Yeah, so the partition, I, I didn't know, yeah. like, I, I knew that there was, you know, British imperialism and all that, like, yeah. but I didn't know the details of that, like, I didn't know any of that, really, and so, like, that I was cool. I did some Googling after that. Yeah, like, I, I it was cool to, to, like, learn more about that, and so I I appreciated that, um, that aspect of it. It was interesting to see just, I don't know anything about, like, islamic practices and so seeing seeing them in the mosque was really cool and seeing the different like um you know celebrations they had like that was so cool also uh, a pakistani wedding seems like a good freaking time i please invite me sometime someone someone because yeah that sounds amazing it just it looks i could do without the the invasion of the jinn yes that was represented in this show Right. But other right. than that, just like a normal one. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. doing like in the normal world, not in the MCU. Right. Right. Yeah. There. There. There's very few things in the MCU that I'm like, <laughs> I want that to happen in real life. So yeah. No, I'm not like I'm not like Kamala, where I'm like, you know, it would be super cool being a superhero and having superheroes around. <laughs> no, because I feel like in every iteration of any superhero story, it's like. Oh, so if we have some sort of superpowered person, then that's gonna bring about a superpowered threat, and it's like, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> I love those like mocking like TikToks or like YouTube videos where they're like, "Do you guys have Hulk insurance?" or, or like yes. they come through and like Iron Man like blows up your car and like, "Dang it, I didn't have Iron Man covered in my plan." <laughs> Man. like it's a whole series on tiktok guys yeah <laughs> yeah like it's, it's really those funny. are so funny because it's just like oh man that would be like something you'd have to consider <laughs> and it's always yeah. like it's always in new york or san francisco oh, it seems always. like so i, I yeah. guess like here in flyover country we're okay we're good as of right now like something i guess something could someone could pop up later and be like oh they're from somewhere in the middle of the country and it's like oh, now they gotta take that there and it's like oh boy i know so okay so what about your ranking where does this fall on your ranking okay that's also a tough tough one for me because yeah. i oh man i don't know i they're okay so my previous ranking was wandavision loki hawkeye Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, so ours are close. So, yeah, ours are, are close. I think, <laughs> truthfully, I mean, to be really honest, I think Hawkeye just is over Falcon and Winter Soldier solely for Haley Seinfeld and for Florence oh, Pugh. 100% fair. That's I'm, I'm surprised at myself that I have it below Falcon and Winter Soldier, but here we are. But here we are. Here so, we are. yeah, so that's, that's my current ranking. I can't decide if I want it to be two or three because it's I I just I think I enjoyed it way more than I enjoyed Loki but I think Loki has has this like Loki was done really well it was done really well like I I think it was really creative and, and 
the whole time you were like, oh, what's going to happen next? And, and just seeing like what's going to happen. And then Kang the Conqueror, like, like. Tom Hiddleston really owns, owns that show too, like in a really cool way. Yeah. And I think that he, I think that often he doesn't get to be the, the star that shines because, yeah. because he's Loki and, and that's fine and well, but because he's so like, he's so charismatic. Yeah. It, it's hard to not let him shine. And so I think he actually, like, him being the the front and center character allowed him to shine and be very dynamic in that role. And, yeah, like, I just thought it was, it was just really well done. And so I, th- I don't know if I have it at two or three. And that's where I'm at with that. So. There we go. Here we are. So, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm just curious, like, we've talked about how Kamala Khan is different from, you know, previous MCU characters, and, and so, so I'm not gonna ask you that question, because I feel like we've already covered it, <laughs> but I'm curious, like, Hannah, what, what do you want to, or, like, what do you hope to see happen with her in the future? Like, like, we already know, we, we, we saw at the end of the show, you know, I think it said Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel will return in the Marvels. Yeah. So we know she's coming back, which we already knew. Well, you and I knew. I don't know how many people <laughs> on a wider scale knew because yeah. you and I are obsessed. And so I don't know how many people on a wider scale knew that, but you and I already knew that she was coming back. Ta- uh, Tayana Paris is coming back uh, as Monica in the Marvels, which will be the sequel to Captain Marvel. And so we know that we're getting Which is the trio. underrated. I I a thousand percent agree with you. It's underrated. And I wish I wish Isaac was here to hear me say that so I could back you up because I feel like you always have to stand alone on that when I hear you talk about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here to back you up on this. Thank you. I appreciate that. I <laughs> I will say I don't think he hates on it as much as some other people do. Yeah. Like I just know it's not his favorite, and that's okay. That's fine. That's fair. I I'm all for people disagreeing with us. Yes. And that's that's their prerogative. They're wrong, but that's their prerogative. <laughs> they're so, entitled to their wrong opinion. They're entitled to their wrong opinion, that's right. So yeah, like what are you what are you what are you hoping to see from her? Like what do you what do you want for her? Um I really I mean I'm as excited I am for the marvels i think is what it's called mm-hmm. yeah like the marvels is that what it's called the yes new one? Yeah. yeah okay as excited as i am for that and i am i'm more excited to see like a season two of this show yeah yeah i'm really excited to see her navigate this life with her family mm-hmm. i'm excited to see her continue this friendship with I say air quotes because he like totally likes her with Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he I is loved, like, so in love with her. So precious. Well, ha- we're going to have to talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I love, is it, is it Nakia? Yeah. yeah I Nakia. love the best friend. Nakia. I think. Yes. Okay. I love their friendship. I love that she was like so hurt that she didn't tell her about being a superhero. Mm-hmm. But all at the end, she was just like, I love you. Yeah. I'm just upset with you, but I yeah. love you. I would like, just like to say, real life. Hannah, I would just like to say that if I ever were to get superpowers, you would probably be the first person I tell. 
that makes me really happy. Thank you. And also same. Okay, cool. Because I like, feel like you'd be as freaking out as I would. Right. Yeah. Like, what we is happening? This is so yeah. cool. What is happening? It'd be like the Ned moment in... Um, <laughs> in Homecoming? Yeah. I was like, what's the first one? Homecoming. Where he's like, it's like the montage of him just asking Peter questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be it. That would be it. Yeah. Can you um, do this? But yeah, I'm excited to see like what a season two would look like. Yeah. To see her kind of like figure out her like life with this with these powers Mm -hmm. and just like the continuation of just being like overwhelmed but also excited about her like new existence Mm -hmm. so I don't know like what I I don't have specifics because I'm not like usually that kind of person I don't have like a Marvel villain I want her to fight yet I just really am excited to kind of see her back in this element mm-hmm. because I they did it so well I'm excited to see where it could go next like I have hope that it would be good yeah yeah no I I am curious to see if they because no season two has been announced yeah I, know. I, I feel like they set it up for a season two yeah. and you know maybe and if it doesn't get one it's fine but yeah and, and maybe we'll get a season would, two that's what I would like to see I'm curious to see how how the Marvels is going to s- set up or just completely change things for Kamala. Yeah. And so I wonder how like that's going to change the dynamics of her possibly getting a season 2. But I do I agree with you. I think that like seeing seeing her navigate these issues as like a high schooler cuz she kind of I mean, she has Peter Parker, like Tom Holland Peter Parker energy of just like being so excited yeah. about everything and just yeah. really up to, upbeat and like this like but also plucky, realistically plucky high overwhelmed with what's happening yeah yeah <laughs> realistically and and naturally super overwhelmed yeah. and like what is happening uh yeah. yeah but i think she's just a a upbeat plucky kid and she's just trying to figure yeah. it out so what about but, you? what what was that sorry what sorry. i said what about you what do you want to see that's a great question. Um, I wrote that down and I was like, I have no idea, like, all of it. Uh, so, so I... I figured it out as I was talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes I start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going to end up. Uh, as we all do. As we all do, like Michael Scott said. Oh, I was I talking... I, yeah, no, I knew you I'm would. I knew you would. Uh, I was talking with one of my friends from church about this and she, she's a big nerd. Actually, I want you guys to meet sometime because you guys would would get along because she and I nerd out together too, and you guys. <laughs> I feel would... like you told you mentioned this. I week. probably have. Yeah. So so she has read the Ms. Marvel comic books and is like they're her. so cool. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a librarian at a at a <laughs> school, and so she like big reader. Yeah, she's a big reader. Her I follow her on Goodreads, and man, the time it takes for me to read one book, she's read like ten. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> You're so, like, I feel really inadequate. Yeah. So, anyway. But I don't know why I started talking about that. Oh, oh, silly me. She she was talking about how um, she loves this character and loves seeing where they're going with it. But we were talking about how she's, Kamala Khan is, is just this, like, really sweet kid. And I'm curious to see, like, 
kind of kind of like Peter Parker's story arc in yeah. in the home the like the home trilogy where in No Way Home specifically where he just breaks. And so I'm I'm yeah. curious to see if they're going to break her in like what way they're going to break her. Yeah. Cuz I think that that's I don't even know if I really want that. But I I I feel like that's a logical step for them to take, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like she's definitely gonna get pushed. Yeah, I feel and like she's gonna also, have to. One thing I would love to see is I'd love to see her with America Chavez. Because they're yes. both like roughly the same age mm-hmm. and they're both just like have these like giant powers and they're yes. just like they both recently got introduced to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I think it would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be cool too to see them together, which I, I think again this is this feels like another way they're hinting at the young avengers oh yeah they're setting it up for sure they they have to right like they have to be setting they, it up what's the point so of introducing all these like children young avengers yeah yeah so i feel like they have to be setting it up um oh, also this is not necessarily related to the young avengers but you bringing up america chavez made, made me want to ask you this question at the end of dr strange Excuse me. In the multiverse of madness, is Wanda dead or alive? Oh, she's totally alive. Okay, that's what you I didn't just, see a body. <laughs> you didn't see. Hey, no body, no crime. That's what Taylor Swift. No taught body, me. no crime. <laughs> and so we, we stand Taylor in we, this house. We stand. As for me and my house, we will stand Taylor Swift. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm just amen. I, and amen, hallelujah, amen. So. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. I'm just I I'm really excited to see this kid grow, yeah. really as a like as a character, and, and seeing her kind of continue to come into her own. Like that's what I want to see yeah. for this kid. Like Same. I, I, I just, was like I don't have specifics. I just yeah. want to see her more. Like I think Amon Vellani is just like perfect as this character. Yes, and I think whatever situation they throw her in, as long as that actor feels confident in like what she's already established as this mm-hmm. character. As long as that kind of like holds true, even throughout like character development, I think we'll be good. Yes, I I, I agree, and I think because she cares so much about this character and loves yeah. her so much that she, I, th- I think she's just gonna do a great job. So I'm I'm I really so excited too. about it. Uh, so, so yeah, so we think they're setting up the Young Avengers. Something that they they that Bruno said. Do you want to talk about their friendship? Because I, I, I'm going to go on a different rabbit trail. Yeah, but let's talk about I, their friendship. I know the rabbit trail you're going down. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't focus on this, we're going to rabbit trail the other way. Right. So I yeah, do want to talk about their let's talk about their friendship. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what your thoughts are. Uh I, I love I I had this. Let me look at my. I have I had like a note. I knew I was going to be talking about it. And I just, um, they did a good job about making me care about what happens to these characters. Like they did such a good job of making me care about their friendship, like the mm-hmm. Bruno, um, Kamala friendship. Like I, whenever, even though like I knew he was fine when his like house blew up, I was like, she's gonna be so sad. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna be like so upset. Um, I just love that, like, it was never a thought for her that, like, he wasn't going to know about this. Mm-hmm. Like, he she, he was the first one she told. And I feel like that's, like, 
expressing some sort of big moment with a friend mm-hmm. is just like, like you're sharing this with me. Like, this is important. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I just really loved their dynamic. I, I don't know how I feel about the like definite hints that he's in love with her mm-hmm. because I do love a platonic male f- female friendship on screen. I feel like One they're Hill, not baby. shown enough. Oh, Lucas and Haley. Um, but yeah, I I really just love that he that they both just care about each other so much. Mm-hmm. Like it's just evident that they love each other. Like he's ingrained in her family. Like he's showing her dad. Like how to use his technology. He like built them. I forget what he made them, but it was like a TV something. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? it was yeah, in like the first or second episode, yeah. it was like, he, like some device. It was not a question that he was invited to all of the church's events. Yes, like they were. It was not weird that he was there. It was you could tell that this was a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Like he was a part of the family, mm-hmm. and we've all or hopefully like everyone has had that friend in their life of just like it's not a question of like oh and blah 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 is coming right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I just love that that's their dynamic like whether Mm -hmm. they do a romantic thing or not I love that like he is a part of her life Mm -hmm. in that way like his yeah her family loves him he clearly doesn't have a family and this is his surrogate family Mm -hmm. I don't know I just really love that (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's really sweet. I agree with you. I love a good male female platonic friendship. I mean, yeah. that I mean, that's how this podcast got started, right? Like Isaac and I are platonic friends and always have been. And yeah. and I I think it's so special and so unique and I agree with you. It's just it's not just like it's not depicted enough, I think, yeah. on on shows or or in movies for whatever reason. That being said, yeah, I, I, I don't want them to do the oh he's in love with her thing. Yeah. Like that's annoying, but whatever. I also Only understand. Because I just am over the will they won't they in general. Yeah, that's yeah. that's more so why I don't want them to do it. Not because I don't think they'd be a cute couple. Yeah, well, it, it's so played out. It's a trope in ev- not even like Marvel, just like in general, like every show. Yep especially shows like i feel like it's played out way more in shows than in movies because it's not just that they did the best friends while they want they it's they also did like oh there's another person with a love triangle right yeah (laughs) yeah and and it's just like okay well and then and then they bring in about the characters that being said right yeah so so they bring in kamran who is this who he looks old i mean he has to be older because he's able to drive but this the older bit of him not knowing bruno's name man that was my... funny it was so good and he like legit didn't know yeah he's yeah. like oh my god i've been calling you bruno or brian i'm so sorry yeah no that was great <laughs> and what was funny is like he genuinely felt bad about it it wasn't like <laughs> i know because because normally it's like well i'm being a dick and i'm just not trying to know your name like i'm just not gonna know your name they definitely lead you to think that yeah yeah and so i love that he sincerely was like i am so sorry i did not realize that was not your name bruno i'm he like and he like it was funny because like bruno he like made a point to say bruno i know so yeah i loved that moment yeah, that was that was a really really sweet moment. I really liked that. And uh, to Bruno's like effort, like he was like, "It's okay, man. It's fine." Mm-hmm. 
you could tell he was dying inside a little bit, but on the outside he said, it's fine, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell he was just like, this, this guy. This mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. But yeah, they bring in Kamran, obviously, as like the love triangle interest. But then there's also Kareem from the Red Daggers, who's like, is this a oh, love yeah. interest? I thought that too. I was like, she has chemistry with everyone. Like, look at her. Like, and Miss- then she did like that. She was at that bonfire with his friends. I know I they were Miss. Yeah, uh, she's never acted like this is her first like acting role, and I'm like, you got chemistry with. How do you have chemistry with everyone? You got chemistry with all these boys. Calm down, girl. Actually, no, get it, girl. It's like you do you, girl. You do you, girl. So. No, I thought the same thing though. I was like, okay, she's got chemistry with everyone because I, I was like, wow, all these boys are in love with her. Good yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay, I want to go down that rabbit trail now. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So in the finale, Bruno before he leaves for California, he tells Kamala. That there is a mutation in her genes. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Which, while, while, while he is telling her that, the the theme from the 1990s X-Men animated series is, like, playing in the background. Like, the score, like, that's the score that is playing in the background. So. Marvel is trying to be very clear with their intentions. They in are. They are being very clear like this is and and so first for anyone listening to this who's like okay this is a big deal because this is the first time the word mutation mutant or any variety of the or variation that was the word i was looking for yeah we knew what we meant variation of the word has ever been used in the mcu and i'm sure you're wondering well like why is that lots of reasons Mainly because Fox Studios owned the rights to X-Men, which meant they owned the rights to the word mutant. And yeah, mainly because of boring legal stuff. Boring legal stuff. And up until a few years ago, that was two separate things. Well, now yeah. Disney bought MC out the rights to... was not to allowed to mention anything that was owned anything. by Fox. Because, so if... if let's, let's take a journey back to Avengers Age of Ultron, when... Well, actually, technically, it's uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, the end credit scene, that's when Wanda and um, what is Pietro. the brother's name? Yeah, Pietro. Quicksilver. Yeah, Maximoff are introduced for the first time in the end credit scene for Winter Soldier. But we uh, like really officially meet them in Age of Ultron. So they're technically mutants Pietro quickly dies yeah he dies r.i.p uh i like how you said quickly dies as, as the quicksilver thank so, you so yeah yeah nice good one <laughs> so but they're mutants in the comics yep. and so not just mutants their dad not, is magneto not just mutants yeah their dad is like the mutant yeah and What's so also funny is at the time is they have also just cast Evan Peters as Quicksilver in Days of Future Past, the X-Men movies. Because mm-hmm. they were still X-Men movies whenever Avengers Age of Ultron came out. They weren't as good, but it's fine. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's not what we're talking about. Days of Future Past is good, though. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm an X-Men stan. I'm you just are. A, they're, they're objectively not as good as Marvel. You you are but an X-Men stan. But I will stand firm that I love all the X-Men movies. Minus, yes. minus the third one of the first trilogy. We forget that that one existed. They even, <laughs> they even made a joke about it in X-Men Apocalypse. They're like, the third movies are always the worst. I love when they're on the nose about stuff like that. I was like, although, I'm glad that you're aware. Although Apocalypse is not good either. No, and it's the third movie. Yeah. I'm uh, also in the minority. I loved Dark Phoenix. I, I really liked it. That's fine. I seen it. I, I really liked it, and I'm also in the minority on that, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, you also love Sophie Turner. I do. I love Sophie Turner. Um, which coincidentally I also love Joe Jonas, so that just worked out. It just for me worked out for life. you, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, X movies. Evan Peters was cast relatively around the same time that Aaron Taylor Johnson was cast in Avengers: Age of Ultron. So like, there was big legal thing of like what each of them is and is not allowed to say, mm-hmm. like about the other. So like. Um, in MCU, they were not allowed to mention Magneto, X-Men, anything. Mm-hmm. And in the X-Men movies, like, they could not do any, like, reference to, like, Avengers or anything like that. Right. So that's Which, why it's important. Right. That's why that's important. And Marvel comic book fans are like, how are you doing these things without these characters interacting with each other? Yeah. So like Civil War, for example, was a really big deal. Like I, I think that was the first time where I, I really read up on like how people are reacting who are fans of the comic books because in the Civil War storyline, the X-Men are all up in that. Like they are yep. so involved in that whole situation. A giant part. Very much a giant part. Also, Captain America Civil War is, is pretty different from the Civil War storyline in the comics, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. So what's interesting about this, or outside of what we already talked about, but what's also really interesting about this is in the comics, Kamala is not a mutant, although nope. that was the original idea was to make her a mutant, but instead yeah. she's an inhuman, which there was also... For the same reasons... Did you know that? It was for the same reasons of why, like, it was legal reasons. Really? Yeah. So, but essentially it was something along the lines of, so she first got written and I want to say like 2013 or something. Yeah, it was, it was 13. Um, And so at that time there was still like, they, they wanted her to see you, but they couldn't make, couldn't write her as a mutant. So they did inhuman, but they always wanted her to be a mutant. Wait, wait, hold on. So, like her comics, in the comic like book was... series, they couldn't write yeah. her as a mutant? Mm-mm. Because of the the whole, like, Fox yeah, studios? Yeah, I don't, I don't know all the details, but I okay. know that they, they weren't allowed to write her as a mutant, and they wanted to. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I w- I'm going to have to read up on that, because I'm, I'm yeah. very interested in that, yeah. that whole thing. But... Do you, so okay, so I think it's really interesting that that they decided not to write her as a mute or as an inhuman in this because they did an inhuman show, it flopped. I didn't even watch it, and I've I didn't watch it almost either. every Marvel thing. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I think it's one of the f- really only, excuse me, one of the only Marvel things I haven't watched. Yeah, um, same. But 
yeah, so for those of you who watched the Doctor Strange movie, the Multiverse of Madness, uh, Black Bolt, who is the one who Wanda just removes... What mouth? Yeah, removes his mouth and his head explodes. What? He is an Inhuman. He's, like, the leader of the Inhumans, which are another, like, super team. And so it was really interesting to see, like, how they've referenced the Inhumans in the MCU yeah. now. But they're not writing her as an it. So, so all that to say, is she the first official mutant in the MCU? I think officially she is. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I feel like the argument can be made for Wanda, though, right? I think you can make the argument for Wanda because yeah, in the I'm, comics she is in fact a, a mutant. One of the best. One of the best and scariest and most yeah. amazing, but one of the um, best. But yeah, I, I thought it was so cool that they did that. And it just makes me even more excited for like X-Men characters to come mm-hmm. in. I think that I think there's so many X-Men characters that they can pull in. Like they don't even have to overlap with what we've already seen. Like mm-hmm. my personal opinion is they just don't need to touch Wolverine for a while. Like I agree. Like, round one or round two of mutants, like, maybe just, like, leave him out. And then, like, if you're going to bring him back in, it has to be completely different because no one's going to touch Hugh Jackman. Not only was, like, he in the most... I think he... I think he's... Chris Hemsworth is, like, the only actor that's, like, close to, like, his... to Hugh Jackman's number of appearances as the same character in, like, a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But specifically, Logan is, like, one of the best superhero movies of all time mm-hmm. like 100 top three and like you can argue everyone can have their different like opinions but like across the board people love logan and i just right. don't think you can just don't even come close to wanting to cast anyone after Hugh jackman i just don't think it should be done yet right i i think if you're gonna include wolverine in any capacity here's my idea which i think we've said on the pod before because isaac and i are totally behind this idea yeah i think i don't know maybe i'm making up that isaac is a part of it i have been doing that apparently a lot recently no trust your trust your instincts thank you thank you i got so, you so so daphne keen who played the girl in logan oh, i think yeah. if they're gonna do wolverine bring her down back down. bring her back yeah. i'd be, be so cool that. yeah so yeah so so i think this is setting up uh somehow the the x-men the mutants being involved and i'm i'm really excited to see that because those characters are so fascinating in such a different way than the characters we've we've been introduced to in the mcu and so so i'm just curious to see when those other characters will be introduced something i'm really interested to see about x-men is so a a giant like plot of the x-men movies and comics Mm -hmm. is that like the public does not love the x-men right like with the avengers like there's the sokovia Accords and civil war like there's some strife but like overall i mean like miss marvel is exhibit a Mm -hmm. and (laughs) kate bishop is exhibit b like people love the avengers too right like yes there are people who are like upset about it but overall they're pretty loved Mm-hmm. The X-Men characters are, uh, that's not. There's a very mm-hmm. clear divide in public opinion about people with 
super abilities or you know right. abilities right and i love that i think that's realistic i think that's mm-hmm. how our world clearly is mm-hmm. um like if anyone's watched the boys that's their whole premise yeah <laughs> um so i don't know i i think that is going to be really exciting when they finally bring x-men in is to kind of see that aspect of it yeah well no i think that's a good point because i mean as you're talking about uh, how like kamala loving the, you know all of these superheroes i was thinking too about how like in like ragnarok whenever they go to earth to look for uh Odin, oh yeah they, there's you know thor and loki and some these two girls come up to thor and they're like can we get a picture and he's like oh yeah sure and he like poses and all that and it's like they love him but minor I, I wonder, for love and thunder they have the scene similarly right like, that's similar yeah, yeah exactly yeah and so i i wonder too if like with the x-men they don't look like people like not a lot of them don't look like just like regular people yeah whereas, some of them do something no right and, and, and all of the marvel characters we have right now except for vision who where is he and then like hulk when he when bruce banner is hulk well we've got aliens but they're not usually on earth like guardians is typically right yeah yeah they're they're doing their own thing in the galaxy uh but but we don't have non-human like heroes right now there's very few outwardly looking different right like (laughs) right and so so i think it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get characters that don't look like people or 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 like have some sort of like their skin is blue and they look you know they're covered in fur they're covered in fur or i don't know something along those lines it's just it'll be interesting because i think you're right that is such a major plot point to the movies and the comics for the x-men and that has not been the case really outside of uh you know civil war and you know kind of the one-off characters who've been like this is how the avengers have wronged me yeah so so yeah um hey do we want to talk about our girl brie though in the mid credit <gasps> yeah. scene we haven't we, we've talked to we've talked around it so really your girl brie like my I girl love brie her, but i love brie larson so so a lot of yeah. people don't like brie larson that's fine and well if you don't like her based on her acting like, if you just don't like her, her style of acting, you don't like her movies, that's fine and well. Don't like her for that. A lot of people don't like her because she is very is outspoken honest. about all kinds of things. Yes. Pertaining to women, the LGBT community, so on and so forth. So, I love her for those reasons. For many of those reasons. I Anyway. I, I could gush about my love for Brie Larson all day long. <laughs> I will not. I feel like you could dedicate a whole podcast episode to your love for Brie Larson. I could. Here's the deal, though. She, I think she's a good actor. Her performance, ever, a lot of people, like, know her because of her performance in Room, in Room, where she won an Oscar for, now we can talk about the the merit of, of the Academy, but whatever. She won an Oscar for her performance in Room. It was really, like, her performance was so good. I... I cried while watching it. I watched it with some friends and the one guy who was in it, he was like, he was like 
just tears were streaming down his face as he was watching it like as the credits rolled he was like i didn't know that was gonna happen oh my god like he was just like oh my gosh uh so she's so good in that but she's also in this movie called short term 12 which has caitlin deaver in it and it's so good it's so moving and and i think that i really like not that i necessarily identify with her character because she does a lot of things that i would absolutely never do that cross a lot of boundaries but i think that for someone working in the mental health field it's like Oh boy, thought about that before. Thought about doing that, that's for sure. And so, anyway. But yeah, so so there's a mid-credit scene. There's only one mid-credit scene in the whole series. And it's in the last episode where Kamala is in her closet. Like, is like looking for something in her closet. She's laying on her bed and she gets blown into her closet. Oh, that's right. That's it. Yeah. She gets blown into her closet. We have no idea what's happening. And then all of a sudden, it's Carol Danvers. It's Brie Larson as Carol yeah. Danvers. Well, you see Kamala look at her bangle, and her bangle just, like, starts glowing. And then the bangle, like, explodes or something. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, blown into her closet. And then... We get Carol Danvers. So... Get Carol Danvers. Yeah, and that's Does that's she it. say... Does she say anything? Is she like, what the... And then it cuts, or... I don't... Oh, man, I wish I would have... I should have rewatched it. I don't remember if she says yeah. anything. But... She, like, looks around and is, like... W- like, yeah. looks really confused. And so... So, this is, like, highlighting that they're somehow connected. And... Uh, Ali had said that... That is... That is Carol Danvers. That's not, like... Yeah. Some shape-shifting thing... Yeah, like that is her. Well, because in the comics, that's the thing, I right? Think. Yeah, I read that that yeah. she, that Kamala Khan can actually shape shift into yeah. different like people and things, which I thought was really cool. And I'm curious to see like what they're gonna do with that, if they do anything with that, because apparently yeah. it's it's pretty rare even in the comics. And so, anyway, um, yeah. So so we're gonna see Brie Larson and we're going to see the Marvels and it's going to be super cool. So, so that is her actually Carol Danvers in the bedroom. And Ali said in that deadline interview is this, this is, I can't talk about it anymore. Like all I can say is that's her. That's exactly like what you're seeing is exactly what you think it is. There's no magic. And she's like, all I can say beyond that is to enjoy the movie in one year's time. Like that's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, and, And so she said that she wasn't actually there when that scene was shot, but she said that she was so excited to see it like on screen. Uh, she is very excited to see how, how, like how these two characters interact with each other. And it seems like I have, I haven't seen like a whole lot of interaction between these two actors, but it seems very much yeah. like, like Brie Larson is like, I, let's freaking go! Like, yeah, she just... I saw an interview where Mon was like, Brie called me the minute she knew I got cast, and she was she was so supportive. She was like, please call me if you need anything. Like, I'm serious. Like, I'm I want to help you navigate this. That's so I, sweet. It was. I was like, oh, that's so nice. That is so it's nice. It's very. It's. Very much giving like Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland, but mm-hmm. better because it's women. That's right. Well, and like, <laughs> well, not that Ro- Robert Downey Jr. has also been acting for since he was um, so young. Yeah, the dog but, time. 
excuse me but brie larson has been acting since she was a kid yeah. too because she was in i'm sure we've talked about this. you and i have 30. talked about this she was in 13 going on 30 as one of the six chicks but she was she also was in one of my favorite disney channel movies that's what i was gonna time. say yes have we ever talked about this we have surely have we? we have i don't know oh have gosh. we Wait, she was in she was right in on right track? on track <laughs> olivia when i got disney plus that was the first disney channel movie that i watched the first thing i watched impossible first but that was the first disney channel movie i watched i cried okay i haven't watched it i haven't watched it in years now i feel like i need to watch it i i'm have we never talked about How, this i guess we've never talked about this how have we gone that this long crazy. and never talked about this? Oh I my gosh. Okay. We're both freaking out right now. Freaking out. I love Right on Track. I remember loving it as a kid. Like, for half a second, I was like, should I get into drag racing? And, and then I was like, no way. I don't, I I don't want to do that. I those games where they, like, she tried to, like, beat the stoplight. You know how she was trying to uh-huh. test how fast she was at the go? Uh-huh. I was like, I want that game. I'm not even like a racer, and I want that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that movie oh, like helped form who I am as a person. I loved that movie. So it was good. so good. So yeah. So I mean, how she was probably what like twelve or thirteen in that movie? Yeah, she had to have been like maybe fifteen, like maybe. Yeah. So I mean, Brie has been been acting for what 20 years at this point probably yeah and so she's been in this this industry for a while and so i think that's really cool that she wants to take amon under her her wing and then like hey i got you i want to help you with this which is really cool and just to see her like because i mean you and i've talked about how how much backlash captain marvel has gotten oh, and how yeah. how the freaking marvel fanboys who are the absolute worst the worst. The worst. I mean, I don't know who's worse, the Marvel fanboys or the Star Wars fanboys, but they're oh. both groups are probably the same people for the most part and are absolutely the worst. I'm not even in like the whole Star Wars fandom, although I love Star Wars, but I've got to give it to the Star Wars. I feel like they're worst because they've, they've just been at it a little bit longer. They have been at it a little bit longer. Also, they have like gotten multiple actors to just stop. Uh, like delete all their social media altogether because they just couldn't take it's it it's it is insane anyway that being said i i i i think that that was something that brie probably was like hey yeah this is probably gonna happen but yeah it's and okay. I, I hope it's like this like family of marvels yeah i do too uh so so i just I'm very excited to see th- these three. And it's a female director too, right? Yes. So I was actually about to look up uh, her name. Her she directed this movie with. Um, oh my gosh! Everything is blanking. On it's a Monday. It's a Monday. It is. It is ten, almost ten fifteen. So, it is directed by Nia DaCosta. So she was she directed this movie called Little Woods that has uh, Tessa Thompson and Lily, Jane, Lily James in it. It's so good, quite timely, if you ask me. Ooh. Um. So, anyway, 
she also directed Nia DaCosta also directed the Candyman movie that came out last year so yeah so she those are very different movies so I'm really curious to see how how she takes on this this upcoming Marvel's movie because it's it's also going to be pretty different and I just now I'm reading that she directed the post credit scene which is really cool that makes sense whenever you said that Ali didn't direct it I was like oh I bet you it was filmed like during the movie yeah, I I bet it was. I had that thought. Yeah, so so the Marvels is actually like, did you see where they are? They postponed that release date. Yeah. So they switched I, it with. I'm not. I'm not tied to any Marvel quote unquote release right. dates until it's like a month out. <laughs> yeah. No. I I'm still not convinced we're getting a Black Panther two this year. Like. Oh. I don't think so. I'm. I bet like. I bet you it's March of next year. Yeah, which would then push back the Marvels because that would push back Ant Man. So so the Marvels and the Ant Man, three yeah. movie Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. Yeah, they those two dates switch. So uh, Ant Man was going to come out in July. Marvels was going to come out in I think March, and they switch. So now Ant Man's coming out first it'll be the first movie released in 2023 maybe three yeah maybe maybe we'll see we'll see we'll see i mean i i'm not kidding i until like it was like the week of i almost forgotten that thor love and thunder was premiering because i to, to that point i was just like i don't i don't believe that they're releasing until they're like in theaters until you're seated to see it black widow got pulled out from under me like 20 times so many times yeah that was that was difficult that was rough that was rough i clearly have some ptsd you do yeah so but yeah i mean i i feel like i feel like we are kind of coming to a close is there is there any other thoughts you have on on this show uh, or MCU in general? I mean, we will talk about Thor eventually, but just Do we in just general, wanna, like close with, like our least and most like our favorite and least favorite thing about the show. Yeah, let's do least even, first. I, you, you wrote something about that. Yeah, so let's do least favorite part of the show. Least favorite was Comrade Mom. Oh yeah, she was. We didn't talk about <laughs> She's her. She's the worst. But she was kind of the worst. She's kind of the worst. I, she was kind of the worst. I, she was the worst because she was just, she was the worst we, until she wasn't. We didn't know why she was so like adamant about what she was doing. I feel like that's what really, why I was like, I don't, I don't even care about her as a villain because I don't know why she's a villain. Right. Yeah. Like, like there's, I, I feel like I can't sympathize with you yeah. as a villain. Like, I mean, even with Thanos, it's like, okay, man, I kind of get it. Like, population right. control, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but with her, it was just like, what are you, what are yeah. you guys doing? So that's, I, I think that's how I felt about the whole like gen group. Yeah. So, what was your least, what was your least favorite? I think it was that just because it was like, okay, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah. Like, I 
I think that part was maybe not as like flushed, like flushed, flushed out. out. Yeah, like it wasn't written as well as I think the rest of the characters were. I feel like if they've gotten like ten more minutes of like plot or like story time. Yeah, or maybe even just like just like a little bit extra on one of the episodes. I feel like we could have gotten there. A yeah. Bit more. Or like maybe an end credit scene. Like not that I think yeah. that every episode needs to have an end credit scene because I don't. But like something, maybe just one more episode. I think that's that's been yeah. kind of my issue with like the Marvel series or like the Disney Plus series. Not even just Marvel, but like with Star Wars too. Like it just it feels like they're trying to s- me a movie. squeeze everything into this like yeah like six episode arc. And I like that's fine and well if if it can be like flushed out well and i I feel like that has it i don't know if there's been a series maybe mandalorian i think mandalorian's the only series that has like done that really well is like top tier television it's so good it's so so good anyway so those so it sounds like kind of our least favorite parts were the same thing favorite part you want me to go yes uh was it episode four or five that was devoted to the partition Five. I love the episode. Yeah. I I mean, first of all, I'm a hopeless romantic. So like the whole little this love story true. and the family was like so sweet to me. But also just like genuine world building of like this is why this like because I also showed lots of like Kamala's mom and grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously the partition like storyline was like her great-grandmother and her great-grandfather mm-hmm. i don't know i just love a family history moment yeah um, and i loved that train scene where she like saves her great-grandmother mm-hmm. and or her grandmother did that give um, you prisoner of Asquian vibes it didn't give me prisoner of Asquian vibes actually no oh really no it didn't um but it gave me lion vibes with the train. Have you seen Lion? With uh Dev Patel? Patel? Yeah. Yeah. The whole scene where his brother is like he like the whole premise of the movie is he's gets lost on a train. Mm-hmm. And then it was like this mass exodus of people trying to get on a train. And I was like, I'm like, no, this is really sad. Yeah. Um, but whenever she like gets back with her dad, I don't know. I just that whole episode really was like good storytelling for me like i bought into the story mm-hmm. like they got me yeah so, yeah i like I really how i like how you and i had diff- very different movies that we thought of during <laughs> during different. that scene so uh but no i think you're Which right is funny. Like, you you're one of my best friends you would assume that i thought of harry potter and i didn't yeah the one instance where i didn't the the one time who I who are you what's happening i don't know also, I feel like it would be totally reversed. Like, I would think of Harry Potter and you would think of the serious movie. Yeah. Who are we? I don't know. It's 10 o'clock on a Monday. It's, it's, t- oh. it's so late. Yeah. Okay. So my, one of my favorite things about the show, I I think just seeing the, the world through Kamala's eyes was really cool. Like, oh, yeah. I, I feel like... I, I again she's just this she's got Peter Parker vibes and I it just makes me really happy and I think but that she it does it in her own way too. 
Yeah, like I keep comparing her to yeah. Peter Parker. I would not call that like say they're they're similar characters necessarily. But they have the same energy. They do have the same energy. I think also what I really loved was her whole family was like, "Hey, we are in this with you, and we support you." Like, like that I was really that. sweet. That family unit was yeah. really sweet to see play out. Yeah, and. Also, I was, th- I was thinking about this earlier. Every yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. Is she the only Marvel character who like is currently in the MCU that actually has both her parents? Probably. Like, I Probably. feel like the rest I... of them are all like orphaned. Yeah, no one else has come into mind. Yeah. Kate Bishop's parents are definitely once dead, once crazy. Um, don't get me started on WandaVision and her kids, Wanda. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think she's definitely dealing with like a healthy family life. Yeah, which it, is why I don't want them to mess with that. Man, I'm really worried they're gonna mess with that. But the, the scene where she's like telling her dad and brother and. <laughs> They knew already because her yeah. mom told her dad and her dad had on speakerphone. <laughs> it it was really sweet. Yeah. I, I really and loved also the family. Just, like, unit. Real life. Yeah. Yes. Which is like that's how it works in my family too. So I mean I I love that. Like I think yeah, I think just seeing the family unit play out and 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 seeing them just be like, We are gonna support you. Yeah. And, and like it also, I like how the arc of the, the series was, it started with a lot of conflict within the family unit, but then by the end of it, they were like, hey, we've got you. We're going to help you, yeah. however. So, and the fact that her mom made her, uh, not costume, suit, and yeah, her dad gave that. her the name. That was real, real cute. So. I'm here for right. it. Yeah. Those are all my thoughts. So. So let's let's, uh, wrap this puppy up. Uh, Hannah, I just want to say thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and and talking about Miss Marvel and all things superheroes, specifically female superheroes with me. It's always (laughs) a joy to talk with you about these kinds of things. Uh, It's one of my favorite aspects Mm -hmm. of our friendship. Thank you for having me. I will talk to you about Marvel anytime. I know you will. I know you will. Uh, thank you to our listeners for, for listening to this episode. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to us here at Flyover Film Country. Uh, also, be sure to follow us on our social media accounts. So on Twitter, we're at Flyover Film Co. Instagram, we're at Flyover Film Country. And then you can find us on Facebook at Flyover Film Country as well. So our next episode will be the latest MCU film, Thor, Love and Thunder. Hannah is coming on for that. So two back-to-back episodes, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. Our you, guys, you-, you guys need some more like female voice I agree on with for you. a minute. I I agree with you. I agree. We'll we'll work on that. <laughs> so, our music is produced by Cord and Jocks, and our artwork is by Macy Lummis. And this episode is produced, as always, by the wonderful Walter Lyle. Thank you guys so much. Have a good day, and we'll see you in Jersey City, baby. Woo-hoo.